Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Today, um, let's start a new book. Um, this is probably one of my favorite books. Um, it's called Quiet, The Power of the Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking by Susan King. Um, I read this book, I think, two years ago, maybe three years ago on my Kindle. I loved it. And... Um, just a few months ago, uh, they were like selling the paperback book for pretty cheap, and then I just bought it. And then I said, "Okay, let me just re uh, reread this book, and I want to have this book on my bookshelf." Um, a little background history, right? So this book was released, I think, five years ago, six years ago, seven maybe. Um, it took the author about five years to write this book, and. Um, Susan Cain, I don't think she released another book since then. And um, she become, like, she kind of triggered this whole introvert versus uh, uh, extrovert conversation. And then he actually sparked a um, cultural conversation in the sense that, okay, this is something that um, we like to do, or this is something that we are missing in terms of overlooking the introverts, right? And I think part of the reason that I'm drawn to the book because I myself am an introvert, right? So let's let's start there. What is the definition of an introvert or an extrovert? I think there are lots of different um, definitions. I think my favorite definition is um, introverts actually, when they um, deal with people, they drain their battery, drains their energy. And when they are alone, it, re- it recharges their battery. And extroverts is the opposite. They uh, they get charges um, when they are with somebody and then they deplete their charges when they're alone, right? So the pandemic, right? Like the whole, the, the whole social distancing thing, um, introverts love it and then um, extroverts uh, kind of hate it. Right? That's kind of like the, the gist of the thing right here. So this book has so many good, um, nuggets in there i i just want to maybe touch on a couple of things uh, today maybe a couple of things tomorrow we'll do a two-day series on this and really talk about okay um this is something that i found was intriguing to me the second time i read a book maybe there will be a third time down the line but for now uh, i just want to share it with you guys with a couple of points uh, today and tomorrow so Let's start here, right? Let's start in 2008, right? After the financial crisis, the uh, Kellogg uh, a School of Management, which is a very, very pre- prestigious uh, business management school, um, they did a test, right? So they're trying to intercept or they're trying to study the introvertness and the extrovertness based on a uh, microbiological level, right? So what that means is... Um, there's this thing, there is, is, is uh, this G called DRD4. So it stands for dopamine regulating gene. Okay. And there are some variations between these genes in extroverts and in introverts. And this particular gene, the dopamine regulating gene, DRD4, relates to the idea of a thrill-seeking version of a personality trait. Right, so what that means is, if you have more of these genes, you are more of a thrill seeker. 
you are more likely to be an extrovert. If you don't have that gene and you're not as a thrill seeker, then you are particularly not a um, extrovert, right? So in a sense that biologically or, you know, based on um, evolutionary traits, this particular idea of an introvert or an extrovert is being predetermined by our genes, uh, by our genetic factors. And extroverts, there's actually another gene that um, that kind of um, determines that. It's called the serotine, S-E-R-O-T-I-N-E. I don't know if I pronounced it correctly. Serotine regulating gene. So with that gene, they tend to be more of an introvert. And um, they usually take about 28% less financial risk compared to others. And then they're really good at making like complex decisions like poker or um, other form of decision making. So the point here that I'm trying to make for the first point of this book is that it's actually some evidence from biology and from science that, you know, a lot of our personality is predetermined. Right, like a lot of times when we think, okay, this person is introverted. Let's let us um, try to turn him. Right, let us try to change it to an extrovert. It doesn't work that way, right? So is uh, from the uh, extrovert to an uh, uh, introvert, right? So another kind of uh, perspective on this is actually really interesting. Is that um, we all heard of the marshmallow test, right? Like you know, uh, I think you got a bunch of uh, kids in there. Uh, you are saying that, okay, here's one marshmallow, marshmallow in front of you, right? Like, if you can not eat it, when I come back, then you get two marshmallows, right? It's a very simple test. So um, that's like the test of delayed gratification, right? Like there's a long-term study where they determined that the person who can, or the uh, little kiddo that can uh, withheld their, um, quote-unquote, their... Um, Um, gratification longer, they tend to be more sus more successful in life, right? That's kind of like the whole basis of this book by Susan Cain is that we a lot of times overlook um, introverts in terms of their abilities, what their communication skills, we think about them as a pushover. But actually, in most cases, introverts are better leader because they like to listen more than talking. And in, in like another sense that um, introverts are actually more thoughtful than, than um, extroverts, right? Like the way that I like to think about it, uh, about it personally is that whenever you're an introvert, right? What that means is you like to listen and then we just have so much brain power at once, right? Like if you're talking, you are not thinking, you are not listening. If you're listening, then you have the ability to think about it, kind of a thing. Anyway, so um, a study shows that um, introverts seems to be better than introverts at delaying gratification. Um, they seem to be able to have more of a self-control or, or a discipline, right? They did um, an example. They did a, did a, a study so that uh, they can offer you a small gift card right now or they can offer you a bigger one in two weeks. And most people that pick the now option are like most likely... Um, extroverts and then when they're uh, scanning their brain when they're making that this de when they're making that decision the reward center the reward center of the brain is activated now 
the introverts uh, are more likely to take the um, delay gratification options, they actually show more activities in the prefrontal cortex. So uh, for those of you that don't know like basic brain uh, biology or neuroscience, prefrontal cortex is actually the impulse center. So it is a center that that like you know controls impulse uh, impulses and make rash decisions. So whenever an introvert is being put in a brain scanner and trying to do the same decisions, they usually choose the delayed gratification one because of the fact that they're activating not the reward center, but they're activating the impulse center, which is actually really interesting because like different people have different brain uh, reward center being light up. And then that just showcases that fundamentally the introverts and extroverts are wired differently. All right, guys, those two are the points that I found really interesting reading the book for the second time. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about some more uh, with some examples, and then we'll go from there. Thank you. Bye.